What's going on, everyone? It's your friendly neighborhood, Noob Dad Gamer, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Today, we're going to explore a topic that's not just relevant to gamers, but it's also relevant to everyone that's looking for ways to manage their stress and anxiety. And guys, mental health is a very big topic and it's something that we always got to talk about. So on this episode, I had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with an incredibly talented artist who uses her art as a form of escapism. So we talked about how escapism can have different forms, such as you know gaming, drawing, or any other passion that allows us to disconnect from our daily routines and explore um, a better side of our creativity, right? So what I found truly inspiring about our conversation is how escapism can help us prioritize our responsibilities and still have time for the things that we're truly passionate about. My guest, despite being a a mom, a wife, and a communications manager, um, she's never allowed herself to stay in one place mentally and physically. Um, She's currently practicing different forms of escapism to learn more about her passions in life. So, you know, whether you're a gamer or not, I believe that this episode will provide you with some of the most valuable insights and ideas to incorporate escapism into your daily routine. Stasia, artist, PR professional, you're like a mix. You know, I've known you for almost a year and still I feel like there's a lot more dimension to your character and personality (laughs) um so yeah like 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 tell us so we're we're talking about escapism and and like if we were to i wanted to understand from your side how would you define escapism um hi musa thank you so much for having me on your podcast i'm very excited i think you're doing amazing stuff and it's very interesting and this is not your ordinary kind of um, podcast, I believe. It's a little bit different. A uh, little bit about me. Um, in my professional life, I'm a communications director. I work at uh, communications and uh, marketing agency. But um, in my personal life, I have different interests. So one of them would be art. Uh, I'm on, into gaming as well, but maybe not as hardcore anymore because, you know, when you become mom, your time is more occupied with other problems. And uh, I'm also into cars. So all of these things, I believe all our hobbies are essentially our attempt to escape the reality, but not in a bad sense. I believe escapism can be a positive thing if you channel it into a good direction. And how you really try to switch off your mind from day-to-day problems and enjoy the moment you know it's all about what we're enjoying what we're doing that brings us joy uh some hobbies are um more helpful in in um, a sense of disconnecting from day-to-day reality like when you're playing your games for example you're just focused on the game and you're not no longer thinking about all your daily stuff your work or anything like you need to be focused there. And some hobbies really help to achieve that. I think art is one of them because when I work on my art, I um, 
feel like I'm in a meditative state. Just to give you a little bit of background about my art uh, hobby, um, I, I always wanted to create something. So I think by nature, I'm a creative person. So creativity was always something I, you know, enjoyed. And uh, I would start painting and drawing just for the fun of it. You know, I never had an ambition to become a famous artist or exhibit or something like that. So I was doing it on and off, on and off. Then I think I paused for some time. So I took private classes with a teacher and um, I paused for some time after I had a baby. I was uh, too busy with everything, work and life and all of that. And then at some point, uh, there were some challenges that I faced in my parenthood journey. My son was diagnosed with autism, but that's not the challenge. The challenge was before it happened. So, you know, all leading up to it, all the investigation, under trying to understand why is he delayed? Why is this? Why is that? So all these questions. And then I felt, why don't I go back to my art? And um, art would help me to just switch off my mind and enjoy the moment, create something, do something. The whole process of drawing small details helps you really to dive into the process. You focus there and you don't think about anything. And especially when pandemic hit, I think everybody started going into different hobbies. People started gaming, playing music, doing different sure. things because we were stuck at home. And during pandemic, I think I started doing the most of my art. And yeah, and it helped me to really enjoy it. I tried exhibiting a couple of times at the world are dubai i exhibited in toda and uh, i had few experiences but i just came to another conclusion that i'm doing it for all the wrong reasons because i really want to just do art the process of it is what i enjoy the most i was there at the toda really love it it was amazing <laughs> you also did one of the best paintings i've, I've ever had in the house uh, a painting of okay. the batman um no, it's 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 truly inspiring. So it's you know what got me interested about it, about you is how you you have all these different hobbies. You you you're you're into car drifting. You've actually you actually you're actually practicing how to drift cars. I mean I mean that's something that you're doing as a side hobby. Not not really. No, not yet. I don't know why you gave me this title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to schedule a class with the Pro Drift Academy. This is not a paid advertising <laughs> because they're one, they're one of the most prominent uh, drifting schools here in the UAE. I want to go there and I want to try. I want to, honestly, not because I want to get into it and do it day to day. I enjoy watching it. I think it's overall a very thrilling um, motorsport is very thrilling in general. And this kind of sport is amazing. And watching it just captivates my mind again. This is something when I'm watching a championship or competition or even just a freestyle, keeps me on edge I, I i focus on the car i don't i switch off my mind and uh, i want to try drifting because i i mean watching it is awesome but i want to know how does it feel to actually do it i sat in the passenger seat with the drifter i went on a ride along and it was so much fun not scary at all i i think i fell in love with this the whole idea of drifting is when i met abdo Figali, that was in 2015 when we launched, um, I, I was part of the marketing team that launched Bridgestone um, Patenza, Adrenaline um, uh, Racing Equipment. And uh, Abdo was part of this. And I, I sat with him in that uh, 
car. It was uh, Audi TT. I sat in the passenger seat and he took me for a ride. And you know the show on NBC where he takes all these people and scares the hell out of them? Driven. So I kind of experienced that. Yeah, driven, exactly. yeah, driven. driven. Yeah. And I kind of experienced that thrill. And after that, I was like, oh, my God, I love this sport. It's awesome. It's fantastic. It's amazing. I actually started recently. I started mixing my interests in a way because... Uh, the escapism of art and my love for cars in general. I mean, I like sport cars. I like JDM. I like German performance cars. And so I will show you one of my latest artworks. Actually, it's here. It's not like I prepared for this. <laughs> uh, so one of this is uh, this one. I don't know if you can see it. I think because of the blur. Yeah, because uh, of the blur. Yeah, I actually saw it on uh, on your social media uh, post. Yeah, so this is Skyline that I drew. Uh, I don't know if I can switch off the blur, but I mean, you can send you the copy and you can uh, yeah. add it to your uh, uh, maybe illustration. So, so these small details when you draw, they 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 require so much focus. You need to focus on are very tiny details. You need to see it and you need to put your head down and really take control of your hand. And this is again, this this is how you turn off your mind. You cannot think of anything else but that moment, you know. And I think with drifting, it's the same thing because when you are behind the steering wheel and you have to to balance the car you need to control the car there is so much focus that goes into it it's it's fascinating when i've seen those people drift uh, athletes um, uh, nasser um, al harbali the one that is now winning a lot of titles in the uae and i'm very proud of him i'm very supportive of what he does and uh, abdo of course is an icon it's 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 fascinating to see this and i think um, this is also a form of escapism. I doubt that they went into it just because they wanted adrenaline. It's adrenaline is also something that helps you to completely forget your you exist and just be in the moment. You know, that's interesting. Cause Same with gaming, you know. Actually, yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, one would argue that escapism and adrenaline and, and the rush of adrenaline are two separate things, but I think that they're both the same. What do you think? I think adrenaline is just an enabler of escapism. Nice. Because it you, enables you. I love how you work. And there are that. so many other enablers. Yeah, I mean, there are so many other enablers, but not all of them are good. I mean, there are a lot of people who resort to destructive habits and they try substances or they try different things and to to help them forget their real life exists and forget their problems. But um, that's bad because that leads them to more problems uh, down the line. You know, it's... Uh, not a healthy way of coping with your uh, reality. And I think if you if you look at anything, if it's not measured properly and if it's not balanced, it can be destructive too. I mean, even gaming, people, when they get into gaming, they don't eat, they don't sleep, they end up having health issues and they become addicted to gaming and then they start getting very irritable, anxious and so on and so forth. They don't socialize. This can lead to, you know, to health problems. So anything that is not properly measured or controlled can can harm you. But if you're doing something that helps you to, to find your focus, to find your peace of mind, then that's the good thing, you know. And, and, and everything you do, I mean, every hobby can potentially lead to something bigger in life. Again, if you do it really well and you do it all the time and you enjoy doing it, uh, you there is there are there are higher chances that you will become successful at it than than when you are not doing it at all. Same with gaming. I mean, there are a lot of e-gaming athletes now, and uh, 
they play uh, as a sport and uh, there are a lot of people who really love gaming industry so much mixing it with art they become developers they become designers they, they become illustrators and that's a profession today you know the whole gaming industry entertainment industry is a is a big industry so i think um you can benefit from everything you do as long as you have the right intentions it's interesting because you said the right word you said the word balance and this is going to lead me to the next question and this is something that i've been wanting to ask you for a very long time you know as a, as a mom who works in one of the most stressful industries in the world <laughs> yeah we all work in that you know in, in that industry in in pr and and then you've developed this you know this passion this art this this form of escapism through art and and i'm sure a lot of people who are mothers they're probably thinking the first question that will come to your mind is how how did you figure out how did you figure out how to balance that how do you figure out to put in the time for your work and put in the time you know for you know being a mom or being at home uh or and putting in the time for your art i mean i mean how do how did you find that balance I don't, I, I'm not going to be that toxic person that says we all have 24 hours in day and some people achieve greatness and some people don't do anything about it. But uh, in essence, I will just share my experience, just how it works for me. Um, you know how when you watch a new show on Netflix and then you're so excited and whenever you come home and you put your kids down to sleep, you eat your dinner and you watch your show and then you start binge watching until like 12 and then you're like, oh my God, I have like, seven hours left to sleep but it's okay i really enjoyed watching the show and then you go to bed and then your day goes on you wake up in the morning and you go to work and then you continue your uh, day over and over and the next day you come back and you want to watch that show again and then you will find that you know those three hours to squeeze in your favorite show because you're excited about it it's pretty much the same when it comes to art i mean i come home i uh, prepare my son for bed i mean he has dinner then we go to sleep he goes to sleep at like around eight o'clock and then what I do next, I will eat my dinner. Uh, I may sometimes actually switch on a show that I like on Netflix and simultaneously set up my art stuff and watch and paint. And then I notice it's 11, 11, 30. I'm like, oh my God, I need to go to bed. I've been doing this for like three hours. But you forget the time. And while you, you know, you, you would rather, otherwise you would just spend that, those three hours either playing game, which is fine, which is what you like, right? Uh, or watching a Netflix show or painting. So it's it's a matter of choice and preference. Uh, if it excites you, if it, um, um, you know, if it stays on your mind and you're like, I can't, I can't, uh, you know, end the day at work and leave office and go and continue my painting, then that's, that's what you like. That's what you will do and you will find time for it. And so again, I don't think, I, I'm sorry, I just wanted to add one thing. I don't think that anything that you're passionate about or, you love or enjoy should be a burden or um, how do I say it, uh, a job, you know, some, some days I don't paint for three, four days, one week, two weeks sometimes. And I just feel completely disconnected from that hobby because I have other priorities or other things I want to do. And then I miss it. And then I go back to it and it's fine. I mean, we take breaks. We, sometimes we have inspiration, sometimes we don't. And that's also normal. It's not, uh, it's not a, uh, something you must do it's not uh, a force on you it's not a task it's something you should be enjoying and that's how i feel about my art it's nice i mean i i like that i like that perspective um i know a lot of people 
You know, I, I'm one of them. When we're truly passionate about something, um, I don't know why, but we have this sort of mindset that we 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 envision it to be consistent. Like for example, you said you had a schedule, and I and I like that how you organize. You're very detail oriented with your time. So by eight o'clock, he goes to sleep, my kid goes to sleep, and then I turn on the TV. I put put on the board and start painting and watching TV or doing other things. And a lot of people, and what happens is we try to do that, but then, like what you said, there are times where um, two, three days a week, a month, you know, because we have other priorities and other work. And then what happens is you lose interest, and then you become see, you become so demotivated to go back at it again. And um, how would you? And this is something I always tell people, but you know, I practice what you preach, right? How would you advise people who are passionate about something, but then down the line, they sort of lose interest because of whatever other priorities that came in the way? I think uh, one one thing to remember is that if you were once passionate about it, that means you are passionate about it. And uh, two is just remember the feeling you had when you were doing it. And there is nothing wrong. And I think people are beating themselves up a lot and being so hard on themselves a lot when they try to, you know, uh, try to see it as something, oh, I haven't been doing it for a year now. Or like people play sports and then they don't play it for a year. And like, oh, but I, I haven't done it for one year. and I don't know how to, to go back to it. If you're thinking about going back to it, the one year you haven't done it has nothing to do with you at all. You can start again. I mean, if you achieve certain level of greatness or you achieve a certain level of success in something, you can start over and achieve that success again because you've done it already and you know that you succeeded before. Like if you were a streamer and you were popular, for example, and it was all going well and then you dropped out for a year and then you lost some so many followers and you're not as good be as before playing, I don't know, Dota or uh, World of Warcraft, for example, and then... Uh, these are like some of the popular games that usually being streamed because they're long. And, you know, the the time of the game is longer. Um, then, then doesn't really change anything. You can always go back on track. Your your old followers, some of them will stay and they will be happy to see you back. And then that will excite you. You need to find your own motivation. Obviously, everybody has their own motivation. But I think uh, no need to beat yourself up and remember how you used to feel when you were doing it and. That feeling should be the bait. That feeling should be the bait that will make you go back and do it again because that felt awesome. So why not start again and feel awesome? What's the problem, you know? It's hard sometimes. I mean, it's maybe easier with entertainment and like art and stuff like that, like going to gaming, going to art, back to art or music even, uh, like playing piano again or something like that. I mean, I'm trying to learn to play piano. I'm, I've been doing it for a while and I did great and then I dropped out and I haven't done it for like six months. And now I'm like, you know, whenever I feel like there will be a moment when I really feel like I'll, I'll start it over. It's not a problem. I'll start from scratch, obviously, because I forgot everything. Um, but certain skills you can't, you know, really lose. Uh, it's harder when it comes to fitness, I guess, because people who trained and when you don't train, your body is weaker. So you know that you will have to start with lower weights and you have to be a beginner again. And the um, PRs that you used to have, the personal records you used to set before now are, is not a thing because you, you're starting as a noob <laughs> but yeah it's, it's kind of uh, it's kind of my story 
it's kind of my story. You know, 2000, 2009 until 2010, sorry, from 2010 until 2013, I was religiously into MMA. Uh, I had an entire, like completely different lifestyle. Slept, slept at nine, woke up at five, trained early in the morning, and then trade later in the evening. I had no rice, no bread. I was so committed. I, but when the day that my son was born, and obviously count your blessings, I, I don't regret that. But like from that day, that day came, and then I was doing my masters, and then I was moving up with my career. So you had all these priorities, and I couldn't, and I couldn't, and I have this issue, where if I stop something for a week, then for me it's like I've stopped it for a year. So it, it, and, and it's, a, it's a very bad mindset, unfortunately, and I'm trying to, to figure it out, how to, to, to get rid of it. And there's a lot, and I found out from so many other people that they have that same kind of mindset. I, I always felt that I was alone, but I found out that other people had that kind of mindset. And it was so hard to beat that, uh, that, you know, that monster in your, in your head. Like just, I just want to get out. You know, I want to get out of it. I want to beat it down, beat down that demotivation. But then weeks became months, and then it became years. And and today, when I do training like I used to before, uh, like the 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 mus the memory muscle is there, but sorry, the muscle memory yeah. is there, but uh, I don't have the same stamina or or or, or flexibility as I used to. But I mean, but yeah. you know why do you why do you say it's bad? I don't really think it's bad. And you know there is one thing to also remember: we constantly evolve and we change, and we don't stand in the same place. We grow uh, as we grow older or younger or whatever time passes. We change our interests. If if I mean when I used to play sports or where when I used to go to gym as much as I used to go. I trained, I used to lift 100 uh, kilos from the ground, deadlift, uh, a lot for women, and unhealthy. In fact, I injured my knees uh, a lot. Um, but uh, that time, it was the interest. That time, this is what I needed, and I, it felt good. But then time passed, and now I'm more into drifting and cars and art. And, and it's normal to, to move on from one interest to another and just say, uh, maybe that's no longer something I want to do, and that's why I'm not motivated. And this was my interest 10 years ago and i was amazing at it it was awesome it, we, i had fun but now it's time to find something new that will excite me and that's there is nothing wrong with that too you know we are we're constantly evolving we're changing and our interests may change too and now you're a dad you have other priorities it doesn't it i mean maybe to some people it sounds like a sad thing but i don't think it's a sad thing you have other uh, areas that you are um, you know succeeding in which is your career and your parenthood and now maybe you can find something that you 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 think is more interesting for you and doesn't mean that because i'm a parent i need to find something more subtle more you know down to earth no i mean maybe you go into i don't know uh, skydiving it doesn't really have to be something you know safe but it may be something different that you want to try and that's fine too there is nothing wrong with that maybe you want to go to training because you want to be fit uh, but you don't want to really play mma as seriously as before because you know uh, you're over it, you've done it, you enjoyed it that time, but now you have other things you want to try. And that's fine too. I think people should see that way too. I really like your mindset because, um, and, and I'm trying to be this, this I'm trying mm -hmm. to have that kind of mindset. It's I really like it because you're the kind of person where you, you, you don't see yourself sitting in one place. You see yourself sitting 
experiencing multiple, you believe that the world is as big as you want it to be, right? So you don't think you don't see the world oh, as fun. yeah, you don't see the world as okay, I only do art, so that's it. That's all I do. No. You 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 diversify and 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 I like that mindset and I hope that one day myself or anybody who's listening can actually have that strategy. So it's a good way of thinking. Like if if something didn't work out for you, that's not the end of the world. You can always try other things, and then if you like them, then you keep at it. If you don't like it, then try something else. It's amazing. And it's not only about not working out, you know, it's not about, oh, it didn't work out for me, so I need to try something else. Sometimes it's just, it worked out for me, I had fun, and I am done with it, I'm bored, I want something new, and then I want to try and go and try something new. And if I succeeded in something I, were, I was doing before, or not, doesn't matter, but if I succeeded, for example, I know that I can try new things and I'll be successful there too. And, you know, a lot of people believe that even the career, like you have to work in the same job for the entire life, your entire life, because it's the path you've chosen and you can't change. And then maybe one day you, you say, you know what, I don't want to do PR. I want to be, I don't know, a florist or a dog walker or whatever it is, like a breeder because you like animals. And then you move into breeding business. I, you know, different people have different, uh, or like baker, I want to do baking and I open my own uh, confectionery confectionery store, and they they do that and they're successful and that's that's fine too. Yes, I've done it. There are a lot of, especially I think in the banking industry, people burn out so fast. They they just quit. They were I was an investment banker and now I'm a florist. I mean, yeah, no no surprise because people want to do something different and they are creative and they couldn't, you know, express their creative side in that job. At that, at that job and now they, they're doing a new one which is also cool there is no uh, people who create these barriers and uh, boundaries for themselves and put themselves in the box while it's all about ego and how you confident you are about doing what you like instead of just doing things to impress people word that's very good um you know like i was telling you this conversation is so interesting and we barely like you know we want to talk about more about escapism but it's really interesting because uh i know a lot of Working moms, working dads, adults in general, um, those you know sort of suffer the the same kind of thing. But it's interesting, and we can definitely talk more about it. But I wanted to ask you, you know, when it comes to your art, I see the work that you do and 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 the work that you put in on Instagram. So, what's the name of the handle on Instagram? It's uh, the scent of sanity. The scent of sanity. Yes, and I think that, again, that implies the whole idea behind it because it's something that helps me to stay sane, to stay relaxed, focused, and grounded. And that was the name, what it, what it inspired, really. That's amazing. So, and, and the work is amazing. So, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Thank Honestly, you. I really like it. And I'm not just saying this because <laughs> I appreciate art and I appreciate the work that's put into it. How long does one piece of art normally take you? It depends. Uh, it depends on art. I used to do a lot of oil before. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there are things we used to do and then we stopped doing them. I used to enjoy it a lot. But um, a good oil painting can take up to one month because oil, you can play with a lot of details, but it takes time to dry. Then you can reapply new layers. And then I switched to um, acrylic colors. They dry immediately. And then you can potentially finish the whole artwork in one set, uh, four hours and five hours. Some are more difficult, then you want to put layers, you want it to dry, and you want to reapply. Some drawings, they take three, four hours. It depends on what you're trying to achieve, the size of the artwork, 
But I think it's more fun to work on art that takes some time because when I work on the artworks that take a couple of weeks, for example, uh, what I do is that I, I work on it and I set it aside and I look at it just as an observer and I take a picture of it and I look how a picture looks and then I start noticing different details. And the artwork evolves with my mood, with how I feel about it. It's not something, when I started, it was something in my mind. And then when when I have the result, it's a maybe completely different artwork because that's how I felt. And again, I think that's in the spirit of changing your course and being fine with it and making amends as you feel about it at that moment. Does your partner, your husband, does he does he share a similar passion to you know to or even your kid you know does, does, does do they share any similar passion to the art that you put in and also to the concept of escapism i mean do they have something similar at home um not really not as much like we have all our own interests and i think that's beautiful because we have our own things my son is uh, crazy about cars like mommy and he likes watching sports cars with me. We watch drifting on YouTube together and we enjoy it so much. He uh, has a huge collection of cars at home, the toy cars, obviously, not yet the real cars. Um, art, he likes me, he likes to watch me doing art. He likes to sit next to me. I think it calms him down a little bit. And um, not only because he's autistic, uh, it's because any, any, in any case, when you watch someone doing something calmly and, you know, uh, repeatedly it, it soothes you it uh, makes you it gives you that meditative kind of state my husband loves my art he supports me in everything I do in fact so it doesn't matter art or cars and I told him I want to take drifting classes and he's fully supportive um, about it he's into off-roading so he's part of Abu Dhabi 4x4 club off-roading club so he's he has his um uh, Wrangler Sahara, Jeep Wrangler Sahara. He goes off-roading. It's fun. I went once. I have, uh, as funny as it sounds, I have motion sickness. So I I couldn't see, I can't sit on the passenger seat. I start feeling really sick, especially when we go on the dunes, up and down and all of these things. So when I went with him once, I drove the car. So I took that beginner class in off-roading. I, I nailed it, obviously. Uh, not obviously, but sorry, it's a very... <laughs> self-centered <laughs> to say that but I nailed it I was really great at it it was so much fun uh, I enjoyed it but I, I discovered that it's not something I'm very passionate about it's a different type of adrenaline it's also a lot of adrenaline it's a thrill it's scary it's exciting it's always on four hours of driving managing the car in the dunes trying not to get stuck and all of this it's fun but it's more of a him thing and I, I told him I, I love that you love it and I want you to have your own thing. I believe it's important that when you're together to also have your own space, to also have your own interests that are not the same because uh, you need to separate, uh, you know, intimate relationship and family and love with uh, other things. That is something you can escape to because if, if we are doing it together, then we are together at home, we're together there, but we all need escape and escape is not a bad thing. He needs his space with his friends where he can be a different version of him and I can be different version of myself in my space and that's that's a beautiful thing because then when we take that time of the relationship we come back and then we want to spend time all together and share our experiences that are different experiences and i i think escaping your uh 
family time sometimes is healthy and it's good for for your relationship at home then you can can be that fun cool involved and switched on person when you're back that's interesting i like it i like it you get motion sickness from off-roading but you don't get motion sickness from drifting no fun no it's ridiculous right <laughs> i didn't i was sitting i swear to god i was in the passenger seat and i didn't get motion sickness but also when you drive your your uh, vision uh, i think uh your line of vision uh, aligns with your middle ear or whatever is responsible for the motion sickness. So you, you're in control of it. So people who, a lot of people who have motion sickness, they can't be driven, but they can try. Uh, and yeah. I can never sit on, yeah, and I can never sit on the back seat of a taxi because that most likely I'll just throw up in the middle of the road. And I, it's just, it's crazy for me because I need to drive. I need to drive to not feel bad. I like it. I like it. So, you know, when we talked about escapism, we said it was therapeutic, the scent of sanity, which is um, your your account where you upload all your art there. So it's all about keeping sane. And I like that. Mental health is a, is a very important issue. And I think that escapism tackles a huge part of it. Now, if we were to say, okay, so when Stasia is putting in the canvas, she's getting ready to paint, and she's getting into her own world. She's escaping into her own sort of imagination. How does that imagination look like? <laughs> How does Stasia's mm-hmm. head look like? Where do you where do you, where do you get your your inspiration from? Like for example, when you draw a piece of work, what what inspires you? Um, it really depends. Sometimes I just put a canvas and I choose colors I like and I start painting some random stuff and see where it goes and what I want to, to do out of it. Like I just go with the flow. Sometimes I decide that I want to paint something specific or like recently, like I told you, I, I got into the car drawings and I did the uh, skyline, which is the GGR skyline. Um, it's uh, one of my dream cars. I want to get one. Uh, they're mostly classic cars now. And then I drew. Uh, I've uh, I've drawn the Mercedes uh, CLA 250 AMG kit, which is my car. I don't know. Again, I think the blur does not yeah. allow you to see it. <laughs> okay. um, and that, uh, these are the things that I was like, oh, why don't I just draw a car? I love it. And uh, I want to draw a car for my husband, which is my Jeep Wrangler as well. And then I will see what else. I mean, a Batman car, obviously, because I'm into Batman. So whatever. And I have. Uh, I have a lot of Batman paintings because I really love that character and uh, it just things that I enjoy and sometimes I want to do series of something. But uh, of course, um, browsing the space of Pinterest helps me a lot as well to, to gather inspiration. So whatever things I, I saved are obviously things I like, like space, co- cosmos, anything related to um, aqua world or whatever it is. And then I will have those suggestions and then I look up, like, hmm, this is an interesting concept. I want to draw something that way or something similar to this or i see a beautiful picture and i take that picture and i want to a photo for example of a girl and i want to draw um that face but then midway of course it will change because i will not make exact replica of that person i will just take it as inspiration then i draw something else and there'll be like a whole concept behind that so it's um it's really a, a spur of a moment kind of thing and uh, i think it's how it should be you should just Go with the floor and ha- with the flow and have fun. It's uh, it's the fun thing. If you're doing it for fun, then you will enjoy and 
something comes out of it. If something comes out of it, and I mean, there are a lot of paintings I throw. I just literally throw them in the garbage. <laughs> um, and question... I enjoy doing them. I didn't post them or anything. I just threw them or hid them. Like, you will never see them. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, um, so let me let me ask you this. And obviously, not, not trying not to be toxic here, but um, people tell you that browsing on my phone and looking through social media and just you know skimming through post after post after post that's considered escapism for them you have other people who claim watching a tv show every night that's sort of uh, a form of escapism for them but then that begs the question of you know balancing do you think that there is negative escapism and positive escapism and would you con and I wouldn't say how would you constitute it, but maybe do you think that people in general can make better time of their escapism, that it shouldn't be just about as easy as, you know, you hit a, a button, you open the TV, and that's it. You just sit there, you're like a, a dead meat bag and just watching. You know what I mean? Versus doing something that in some way or somehow, like for example, when I'm playing video games, a lot of the time, my wife asks me, why do you do this? You know, what kind of benefit do you have out of it? Well, fun. first of all, I have fun. I, I disconnect so that when I sleep or when I wake up the next day, I feel refreshed. I'm ready to go. I had a good time the, the night before, whatever it is. Um, two, in a lot of the games that we play, there's a lot of stories. And For me, for example, I like a game that challenges me, that challenges my, my thinking, my strategy. You know what I mean? So there's 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 that learning uh, curve. So my question to you is, how can someone make the best out of their time and escapism rather than just scrolling on the internet or watching television? Um, that's a very good point. I mean, you have a very loaded question here. So I will start with the first uh, question that you asked is, can escapism be a negative thing, which I think we touched upon a little bit earlier. I, I think like social media, for example, it can be very negative. Why? Because when it becomes compulsive and every moment you get, you get to, you, you check your social media and you become obsessed with everything that's going on there. That is not real world. It's actually just pictures posted on, you know, a platform that do not have anything to do with reality and the real life um it's maybe bad for you maybe you need to try to balance it again everything is in measured quantities um okay social media is very obvious aspect but when you talk about uh, and i mean obviously the binge watching something is an obvious suspect but when we talk about art for example if you are into art this is beautiful you're producing a beautiful artwork but if you lock yourself in the room for for one week and you don't socialize with people and you don't go to work you lose your job you lose your friends you you don't have you have like you lost completely touch with reality just doing art and you're obsessed with it now it's it becomes an obsessive compulsive kind of uh, habit then you know something that's supposed to be so cool and beautiful and something you do as a hobby now becomes a problem then yeah of course you shouldn't be doing that but uh answering your question second question about how to make most out of it and how to do to 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 have a good thing out of it i mean Escapism, by definition, is not something you should def like. You should necessarily benefit from across other uh, areas of your life. Some things you do are just 
for you to relax and uh, forget that world exists. And for that, I don't know, for those three, four hours a day, that maybe not every day, but if, if every day, that's fine too. You just want to forget everything and you want to do something that brings you pleasure and then that activates your pleasure centers in your brain and you're doing that for fun. It doesn't necessarily have to have a certain other benefits because the benefit of it is already in escaping. True. So you're already reaping the benefit, right? I mean, ultimately, the benefit of you escaping is the benefit that you want from it. If something else comes out of it, you sell your work or you become a streamer that makes monetize it later, or even social media. Some people are on social media, they become influencers and they monetize that. They produce content, etc. That's that's amazing. But uh, if you only think you got out of it is to escape and relax and like you said the next day you wake up you feel awesome you had awesome time in the evening you enjoyed your game you go to work you move on again you can be successful at your work everybody's happy everything is going right then i don't see conflict here i don't see the the additional need of proof of why am i doing that you don't need to prove it to anyone whatever you're doing That's good. i mean some yeah it's good it's good um how did uh, your form of escapism, which is escapism, I'm going to call it escapism through art. So how did your escapism through art, how did it impact your life? And and when I say how did it impact your life, uh, I'm talking about it from different contexts. As a mom who, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've had your challenges when you, uh, you know, uh, understanding and figuring, figure out how to raise an autistic son who I met and he is a wonder. And I'm not saying this, I'm serious. I'm not saying this because I'm trying to be nice he's or adorable. sweet. I love him. He's adorable. He's so smart. He's so attentive, just like his mom pays attention to details. <laughs> so how did, so how did escape that form of escapism help you in your life as a mom and as a working person as well? I mean, I get to call myself an artist, so that's <laughs> a bonus. Yeah, that's a start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think it's just, uh, you know, that there is never a dull moment. And you, you, it just makes you realize that you always have something fun to do. It's, uh, it's something you look forward to. And then when people say, oh, I'm so bored, I know what to do. There are no plans. Um, going and doing my art is a plan for the night. I mean, after this... Um, podcast i'll probably go and do something or maybe just binge watch netflix which is fine as well uh it's a weekend we're almost there relaxing uh i think it impacted me in a way that um it helped me to to contain my emotions to stay more relaxed to um get to meditate in those moments and when i would have like a horrible day and i'm really upset and tired and everything it's just uh, stressful all the stress uh, goes away when you start painting because you go into that space of perfect quiet and peace. I put sometimes I put on my headphones. I put the music I enjoy so much or uh, whatever some music or maybe podcasts like yours. Uh, I would be listening to it and then doing my art. Um, it it gives me that feeling of peace and then I know that whenever I feel stressed, I don't need to resort to a destructive habit or something that is not good for me on the long run but rather doing art and that's beautiful you know i would rather i mean yes sometimes people get too addicted to things they do and like gaming is one of those things but uh if i am to choose between like for my son for example when he grows a little bit older 
if I choose between him going partying and having drinks with guys outside every other evening and gaming, I would rather encourage him to game and, you know, maybe learn something. You learn focus, you learn strategic think- thinking out of games or strategy games. And they, uh, and if they're not strategy games, I mean, like, uh, I don't know, Call of Duty, for example, I love Call of Duty. This is my favorite game, really, lately. Um, I started with a Hitman. I think people who are listening to us today most likely don't know what Hitman is. And I started with the first version of Hitman on, like, Pentium 2. Uh, <laughs> and, like... Um, Need for Speed and all of this stuff I used to play. It's uh, it's not strategy. I mean, Hitman was a strategy game, but like some action games are not strategy games, but they help you to focus and they help you to make quick decisions. So you are acquiring certain skills while you're doing this. You you need to react fast. You need to make decisions. You need to um, also think strategically in a way in some situations. So it's fun, but also it trains your some of your skills. But I would suggest that people who game or do anything that is stimulating, not to do it right before bed, because then you may not have a good uh, night's sleep. But yeah, that's, that's again, true. my own experience. That's true. You'll you, dream a lot about it. Do you still play Call of Duty, though? I do, I do, but mostly mobile and not uh, PC or console. I mean, All right. Console is, would, yeah. you like to, would you like to share with us your, your handle name so that uh, we can have some people add you up and on, on, on the server and which server you play in so that they can start add you up and compete with you no it's good it's good yeah. I, uh, I think it's middle east server but uh it's uh i don't know if i changed my name recently uh, it used to be awm queen so that comes from uh, pubg actually because i love it <laughs> i love it AWM yeah they queen. don't have awm queen but i think I, I think it's a toxic queen now i think it's toxic queen yeah but i will double check and i'll let you know <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny you mentioned reflexes. Uh, the game that I play, League of Legends, uh, the, the 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 people I play against clearly are individuals who don't have jobs, and their reflexes <laughs> are so fast they really make me look like a grandpa. Man, I cannot believe it. Like, the, the, yeah, reflexes is definitely uh, another thing that we try to practice as much as we can and try to keep it alive as strong as we can. Um, so, question. Uh, so I won't take too much of your time. I just wanted to ask you, if today somebody decides, okay, listen, I want to get out of my comfort zone. I want to try something else. I want to find something that's going to sort of be like my my new escapism. Um, what kind of advice would you would you give that person? How wh- wh- Where do you think this person should start? Um. I mean, I'll be very corny and say it's better to regret something you tried than to regret something you didn't try because if you try it and you fail, at least you tried and you failed. But if you didn't try it, you already failed. So that's one. And two, um, always try small or try, you know, to understand what it is. Do you really like it before you invest in something? Like don't go and modify a car to drift and uh, you know, uh, buy like a lot of equipment and then try it and not love it. Even though I did something like that before, not car, but like, yeah, I've gone into certain hobbies that uh, I had to invest first and then I did not continue doing them. One of them is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, by the way. I went into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I tried a class. It was fun. I loved it. I almost threw up because of my motion sickness. <laughs> so basically, so basically, so, if you see Stasia in the streets in the car, don't come anywhere near her. <laughs> if you see Stasia in yes, the streets walking around by herself, don't come anywhere near her. 
<laughs> no, but I'm also very zen and peaceful because I do my art. <laughs> so I have all the... Um, but I mean, yeah, again, it's try it. Try What is the problem. I mean, you can try it, you can continue. And then some people, you do it for one year or one month, one week, and then you give up and then you... Not in a bad way. You just get bored of it and you try something new until you find that one thing that you can't live without. And that will be your uh, other life. That will be your uh, other dimension of you. And you may find that dimension by discovering, by exploring different dimensions. And then you'll be happy because you found that identity in you that is not just who you so you, you are socially or professionally. Um, yes, professionally, um, into communications, technology, cybersecurity, healthcare, banking, which is super boring for some people. Uh, but personally, I'm kind of fun. <laughs> How would you respond to somebody who would say, I would rather choose a form of escapism that could add value to my to my life or to my career. But they say that, however, you don't see them necessarily do it. Because in my view, for example, should does okay, so let me re, let me rephrase my question. Should escapism have a certain tangible benefit or can it be just disconnect from life and, and 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 go into a different realm and just feel good afterwards what do you think um i think these are the people that have problem for every solution really <laughs> but um honestly it can be and it doesn't have to be whatever it is whatever you like it doesn't have to have a certain uh, other benefits to your life or bring money or you know add extraordinary value as long as it makes you feel good if you're doing I think if you're doing something really well because you really really love it and you can't stop doing it and you cannot leave without it and you're enjoying so much and you're not focused on the other benefits eventually it turns into something that will benefit you you know you start you start your art and you love it and you can't live without it. You do it over and over and over. You become so good at it that eventually people will notice and they will be like, oh, I want to buy your art. And then you make money out of it. Awesome. If it's not that, then maybe people will be like, oh, I want to get into art. For me, I think I will. I, I feel more, more uh, empowered and rewarded when people message me and they say, how did you... How did you like this exhibition? Do you want me? To, do you think I should exhibit, or do you? Where do you buy your tools? I want to try art. Do you take classes? Do you teach people? Do you do workshops? I I also lately I got a certificate in the art life uh, therapy coach, so um, I can basically do art therapy for people uh, as a life coach, not as a ther therapist. Obviously, I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm not professionally trained to do that, but like uh, this is one thing, and and um, I did it the fun of it i wanted to learn more about it to use it for myself and for my close friends and family members but i get messages sometimes asking oh do you do art therapy and i'm like why not i can i mean sure it's awesome but the biggest reward for me is when people ask me where to buy tools and how to start and i think if they want to get into art and they want to become artists and create something this is the most rewarding part of what i do as uh, you know social media profile i mean my profile on social media and and not uh, can I buy your art because that's okay. I mean, if I sell it, I sell it. If I don't sell it, I'm not really desperate for it because I'm not doing it for the sake of earning. Um, well, it doesn't bother. I mean, it's awesome. But but encouraging people to try and wanting to try and the girl, one girl uh, messaged me and she said, uh, you know, I do art and she sent me some of her artworks 
but I'm feel I'm feeling shy and insecure about starting my art page. What do you think? How do I do it? I said, just start it. Just post what you like and then let people see it. And whoever likes it, they like it. And whoever doesn't like it, that's not your concern. Go for it. I encourage her. And she started her own art page. And uh, that's, I think, the culmination of my success. Now, I, I feel as an accomplished uh, artist, because for me, that's the most important part of what I do and not uh, other, you know, rewards and awards and recognitions. I love it. Listen, I had a great chat because honestly, like, and I'm hands down and I'm, and I'm not just saying this because I'm recording this, but like, there's a lot of, even though I've known you for a year, but I really feel like this conversation sort of propelled me to like a completely new mindset. No, really, because I don't know if it's a cultural thing for me, but, or maybe it's a personal thing, but I think that it's very important not to, you know, if one thing didn't work out, it's not the end of the world. Try something else. Absolutely. And you don't owe it to anyone. You only owe it to yourself to have fun. Exactly. Exactly. And, and and it's, it's interesting that you also have um, a partner who has uh, his own version of escapism. So it's kind of nice that you both have your own worlds, but then you have that one world where you all come together and, and live together. And he plays street fighters on Xbox, which is like very, very boomer. Can you please can you please tell him that um, when Street Fighter Six comes out, and I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna get him onto my stream. I'm very competitive. Yes, please. Sure, he is extremely competitive. Like FIFA and Street Fighter is what he does. It's like super boomer, but I I leave leave him be. It's like whatever you do, you. I just like the oldest version, you know, like the pixelated one. Uh, listen, Sasha, thank you so much for your time. I'm assuming that if we were to have that conversation again, let's say by next year, I'm probably going to have to speak to your manager, probably, because that's, <laughs> that's 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 the level of success you'll be at. I, I wish you all the no, best. No, maybe I'll be playing football or something. You never know. So it's like, <laughs> Maybe you're in climbing Mount, Mount Kilimanjaro or something. Yeah, uh, maybe. Or Jabal Jays. Let's start with that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much. God bless you. God bless your family. And I really, really appreciate you, your time. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Mm-hmm.